Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from day two of the Aki Basho taking place in Tokyo, Japan, where it was a very steamy 31 degrees today. Was it? 31? Mm. Still quite hot there. 31 um, degrees Celsius, we should say, for Celsius. our American listeners. I'm Have you really, done the conversion? I haven't. And look, I've got to say that <laughs> I'm a naturally mathematical person. Mm-hmm. You are actually. I am. I'm quite good with numbers, but I've never, ever felt comfortable converting Celsius to Fahrenheit. No, Fahrenheit's a mystery. Or kilograms to pounds. Yeah, it's probably. Like, I'd go it's roughly twice as much. It's a billion Fahrenheit to to 30 degrees Celsius. Mm, so that's it's something like that. I always know that <laughs> one of the things I know from media is that when Americans say it's hot, it's 100 degrees in the shade. Okay. Well, 31 is like, let me give you a, an Australian point of view on 31. It's nowhere near the hottest it can get. So in Melbourne, it can get like, if it gets up to 40 it's and it's humid, it's like super unpleasant and you really don't want to go outside. 31 is like hot, but you're still prepared to go outside. I'll tell you, probably to give you another perspective on that. I can just wear jeans in 31 degree weather. Yeah, you wear jeans all the time though. You only wear jeans. I'm not a big shorts guy. You're not guy. a shorts guy. No, I'm not a big shorts guy. No, it has to be, I reckon, 34 for you to pop on shorts. And there has to be some beach possibility. Like you wear shorts to the beach. I've worn jeans to the beach before. Yeah, actually that's true. <laughs> it's true. But but it was in times when I've, I didn't know I was going to the beach. Yes. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't take it to that degree, but uh, yeah, I'm a jeans guy. Yep. I don't like wearing shorts. Shorts are for children. Do your legs feel too windy when you wear shorts? Is it the uh, wind factor on the knees? Uh, no, I, I just think I have a uniform. Because you actually only have one pair of shorts. <laughs> you have bather shorts. So that's okay. So bathers that are shorts. That's all yep. right. Yep. That's and then you have another pair of shorts. They're dark yep. brown and they're your shorts. Yeah, they're, they're loosely described. You could describe them as cargo shorts. Yeah. So they've got pockets on the knee, uh, on the thigh bits. But is that unusual for a, a guy to have just one pair of shorts? In Australia, I think so. Well, text in your responses <laughs> and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll read those out. Just a little bit of judgment on, on Dave's wardrobe here, if you, if you will, on a Monday. You can still look good in black jeans at the beach is all I'm saying. All yeah, right. And you, you can and you do. <laughs> Thank you. We're not here to talk about my <laughs> black leg prisons. <laughs> Let's talk sumo. There was some Let's sumo talk. that went on today. There was. Look, what I want to just say before we start to talk about the sumo, I have heard that some people listen to us while watching Vision of the Sumo. And I just wanted to let any new listeners know where that vision might be because to find a video of sumo after the fact can be a little bit difficult. There are a couple of most excellent providers that you can watch catch-ups. One has been doing it for the longest time. He's an absolute legend and his name is Kinta Mayama. Kinta Mayama. And if you ever have a problem with this, just message us. We'll let you know um, exactly where to find these guys. He's on YouTube. He does a digest version of every day's uh, Makuchi. Sometimes Jurio. Uh, I haven't seen what he's doing for this basho. Sometimes it changes. But he is a great supporter of Sumo, has uh, been in the game for a long time. And the other guy is Nato Sumo, N A. Double T-O, the uh, fermented soybean (laughs) paste, Nato Sumo. He's uh, someone else who 
just loves sumo and puts up a digest of the um, bouts every day. So look up both of those guys on YouTube. You can also have a look on the NHK World site. They put up uh, every... I don't know exactly what happens there, but go and check out NHK World. Look, if you love watching sumo bouts three days after they've yeah. happened, check out <laughs> and NHK World. And only a World. few of them. And only a few of Not them. Not all of them. It's okay. It's great. Uh, if you have a VPN, you can also pop onto the uh, NHK sumo site. We can let you know about some of those, so just message us if you need. But I think it's it's useful to talk about that because we describe the bats, but it's great to be able to see them as well. So if you'd like to watch some vision while we talk about it, please hook yourself up with one of those. Something else that I love today was I've been, as I said, I've been following a rice obeyer, ex Kisnasato, and today was the first day that all four of his guys fought. And so I'm really keen on keeping a little bit of a, a track of them. So the 18-year-old, these these three guys are in Johnny Dunn. So Nishihara, 18 years old, he won today. Big news for him. Adachi, he's the older guy, 36, been with Kisunasato for a long time. He won. Good news for him. Tanaguchi, he's 16. He's in Johnny Dunn as well. Johnny Dunn, 57. He won. Now, I don't want to don't want to put anything on, on Kato. He didn't win today. He's in Jonakuchi. He's 15 years old only. He lost today. That's okay. He will be supported by the other three guys. But uh, a pretty good day at Araiso Bayer today. Absolutely. The Chunko would be flowing yeah. tonight. The news came out today, actually, that um, he has implemented something quite different in a in a Haya. You can now have breakfast before you train. Did you see this? No, I didn't. So he's put out a... a um, uh, a manifest. Timetable. Oh, timetable. <laughs> timetable of his day. And you're allowed to have breakfast before you train. So that's no, that's unheard like, of. I don't like that at all. I, well, if I had breakfast before I went for a run, I would probably throw up. So I'm not yeah. sure about this, but I, I do think it's something different all in right. the sumo world. <laughs> Let's move on to Jurio. Uh, a few bouts that we'll highlight uh, today. Abi against Orho. Abi looked very, very solid here, kept Orho under control. I did like the way Orho approached the more experienced opponent here, though, but it was a straightforward Oshi win for Abi. That's at two and zero for him. Kaisho up against Bushozan. Again, we see Bushozan using his weight advantage just to bully Kaisho around the doyo and over the bales. He's looking very good as well, Fantastic. two and zero. And boy, the last bout of Jurio, Mitoriu and Dayamami. This was an epic bout. I think it was more than 90 seconds. Uh, they looked very, very evenly matched, but Mitoriu, he prevailed in the end. It's his first win. Looking good. Good on you, Mitoriu. Well, let's move on to Makauchi. And the first bout of the day was Mr. Sumo. It's Chiamaru up against Jurio visitor Aqua. And it was a great bout to start off the day. A fair whack of uh, blundering back and forth. <laughs> Mr. Sumo went for the hands to the face, as he often does. But Aqua came back on the attack. Chiamaru circled around the doyo a full turn all the way around the outside. He tried to stay in it. And, in fact, he did. Aqua eventually pancaked down on the dirt after a Chiamaru slap down. I think you can often forget how good Chiamaru's footwork can be. Yeah, he's, he got away, didn't he? Well, I think he moved really well. And I think sometimes his size belies his uh, f flexibility on mm. his feet, I would say. So great for him to stay up there. Uh, Chiamaro, 2-0. Yep. I what love it. Love well, with team? our attention firmly back on him, 
Absolutely. That's good news for us. And Akua returns to Jurio tomorrow with a one and one record. The next bout of the day was Ichi Yamamoto and Chinakuni. Chinakuni opened up with some regulation thrusting attacks. These stood Ichi Yamamoto high. Somehow Chinakuni kept just enough space that he stayed out of Ichi Yamamoto's long reach. Uh, but he then stepped in and pulled Ichi Yamamoto down for a very slick Hataki Komi win. I think Ichi Yamamoto, he's learning a lot of stuff being up in Makuchi and today he learnt perhaps not to underestimate Chiona Kuni. He possibly should have known this because he's never beaten him yet in only three tries. But, yeah, he was uh, fooled today by Chiona Kuni who pulled off that Hataki Komi, the first two bouts of the day, that uh, same Kimarite. Chiona Kuni means, moves to 2-0, and zero, Ichi Yamamoto 1-1. One and one. Tokoshoryu up next against Chiona Oh, and Tokoshoryu came out on the attack. He took Chiona Oh back and around. But Chiona Oh had quite the lock on Tokoshoryu's shoulder and arm. He lifted him high and used the momentum to flip Tokoshoryu around on the Tawara and helped him over the line with a small hop. It was a Tsukiyotoshi win to Chiona Oh. I thought Chiona Or showed a nice amount of hang time to keep himself in yes. this one. It looked very close, but the Gyoji was confident in his decision. And that's the way it stood. A great win for Chiona Or. That's his first. He's one and one. Tokashoryu, the boy from Nara, is winless on zero and two. Next up, we had Kagiyaki and Yutakiyama. Both Rikishi dished out the Norua attacks amid flurries of thrusts. Uh, but it was Yutakiyama who was able to... In his movement back, use the Tawara to stabilise. Kagiyaki then got under the arms of Yutakiyama and from here it was all over. The sting was taken out of Yutakiyama's attacks and Kagiyaki could push him over the bales Oshidashi. Yeah, Yutakiyama took Kagiyaki on straight, which is brave, but, you know, I think he can do it. They've got a 6-6 six, six record between them now. And I feel like it showed in this bout it was very equal and Yutakiyama just, yeah, couldn't quite stand up to that forward movement. It's so strong from Kagiyaki. Yeah, I mean, when he gets that going, there's no way around it. Exactly. You can't move left, you can't move right, you're going backwards. And Yutakiyama was taken out. Oshidashi, he's one win, one loss. And Kagiyaki, that's two wins for him at Magashira 13. Kaisei came up next after his loss yesterday and today he was against Tsurigisho. Tsurigisho tried for the belt with his left hand, but Kaisei shook it off. He wrapped his arms around Tsurigisho's middle, got the left hand grip himself and drove Tsurigisho backwards, despite a little bit of an effort on the Tawara and a huge grimace. Well, I mean, Tsurigisho's face was covered in pain. Yeah. Was it pain or was it just like, ugh? No, I mean, this is pain. I feel that the knees are giving me a lot of problems. He wants to try. The body's just not keeping up at the moment. And it was a fairly straightforward win for Kaisei. That's his first. He's one and one. Tsurigisho is zero and two. And I think I've got some questions about whether we'll be seeing him for much longer in this basho. Endo up next against Tochinoshin. Endo came forward. He slammed the hand on the front of Tochinoshin's belt, walked him back and out. When it works, it works. A, an easy Yachty Kitty win for Endo. It was. They have an even record, these two, but that's three in a row now for Endo after Tochinoshin had taken the previous five. Wow. And I think it's a bit of a sign of, well, Endo's form, he, he has been in form, not 
um, not the last Basho, <laughs> his injury, but um, he's been okay. And Toshino Shen, yeah, finding it a little bit different, but Endo, Endo just straight into his preferred position here. Yeah, Toshino Shin should have known this was coming. Yeah, possibly. It's what Endo wants to do. It's what he always, almost always tries to do, that underhand grip on the front of the belt. Yep. He succeeded with it today, which takes him to his first win. He's 1-1. Tochinoshin is the same score. Kodoeko came up against Mil Giryu. And Mil Giryu, he's, he's active at the moment, actually. He was out like a shot. I think he slapped Kodoeko at the touchy eye. Maybe he took him by surprise because by the time Kodoeko tried to spin away, he was already at the edge and Miyogiri's hands were all over his neck and it was over for Kodoeko. Yeah, he, uh, did not get a chance to do sumo today. Gambare, Kodoeko, you I need mean, it. By all means. Please. <laughs> we want to see some sumo from you, but we didn't see it today. Miyogiri, two and zero after that very comprehensive win. Kodoeko, zero and two. Aoyama up against Hidnomi next huge grunts as they met at the touchy eye. <laughs> Hidnomi surged forward at Aoyama. Aoyama hauled himself off the bales back into the middle towards Hidnomi, but Hidnomi he was watching him like a hawk and pulled Aoyama cleanly down to the dirt. A very very smooth Watadashinage win. It's his first win over Aoyama. In fact, with a bit of ballet footwork, Watadashinage. And I didn't see the pull down coming, actually. It was really quick. And I, I dare say uh, Aoyama didn't either. He's zero and two, hasn't managed to find that win yet. And today, Hidnoumi, he chose a win over the babes and he is one and one. Chiataru up next. I do not recognise this guy at the moment without the pink mawashi. I'm struggling. I'm like, who is this against Tobizaru? He's got the dark green and it's very disappointing. These guys took a long time to go. There was a lot of faking out from both of them. They were kind of, well, Toby Zara in particular was sussing out his opponent. But then at the touch out, it was all a flurry from Toby Zara, who withstood the original slaps and shoves from Chiotari. He lowered his body. He stood his ground. He charged against Chiotari with his newfound confidence and snagged a right hand on the belt, which he used to uh, pull Chiotari down. You didn't recognise Chiotari because of the unfamiliar belt colour. I didn't recognise Tobizaru because of this transition to the great belt sumo. sumo. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at the start it was that colour and movement, which we know and love from yes. Tobizaru. But yes. to pick his moment, move to the belt and then finish this so quickly, I'm stepping into the vortex. Mm. Tobizaru, he's looking like a new ricochet. It's a new, um, I mean, I feel like he's been confident before, but he's used his sort of old chaotic whirlwind style, as you call it, but... He's, he's found a few techniques here. Well, all I need is two days of data collection yeah. <laughs> and I can bring you my conclusion. And it is, let's go Tobizaru. He's two and zero. A great performance against Chiotaru, who is one and one. Shimano Umi up next against Okunumi, the battle of the two oceans. Shimano Umi looked good out of the touchy high. He locked up Okunumi's arms and as, and as Okunumi resisted, he tried to push forward. Shimonumi quickly stepped back and 
pulled Okunumi down to the dirt. Very, very good Hikitoshi win for Shimanumi. A bit of a surprise after Okunumi's determination. Yesterday he was so forceful. It was a real day one establish myself victory. But today he he was overrun really quickly by Shimanumi. Shimanumi didn't waste any time. And he's actually 4-1 now, Shimano Umi, in their head-to-head, which, yeah, against someone as uh, established, established as yeah. is a real surprise. So Shimanumi, he is uh, one and one, and Okunumi is the same score. Ura came up next against Teretsuyoshi. This was one we were really looking forward to, two of the smaller guys. And in fact, they did try to out-lower each other. They went head-to-head. Their arms were on each other's shoulders, trying to keep themselves stable but low. And from here, it got a little bit ugly. Teretsuyoshi, he was slapping a lot, and it ended up, in fact, giving Ura a nosebleed. He tried a leg kick, but then Ura tried to pull him down to get Teretsuyoshi off balance. He looked set to push Teretsuyoshi out from here. Teretsuyoshi staggering a little, but he used that uh, ring sense and that balance to pirouette on the edge. And it was in fact Ura who fell out and off the doyo. It wasn't a uh, great bout. It was a bit unpleasant, I thought. I didn't enjoy watching this at all. I, I think we were looking forward to this because we we, we thought two great smaller rikishi going at it. I, I was disappointed on both sides. I did not like to see Teretsuyoshi like repeatedly hit Ura in the face. I love a cheeky slap to the face. Yeah. But this felt uh, felt different. And as you said, Ura at the end of the uh, end of the bout turned up with a blood nose. So he was hitting him very, very hard. Happened probably three or four times. I was disappointed on the Ura side. I, I just didn't think he did enough. I, I'm, I'm very much um, a huge fan of Ura. We love his spectacular techniques. And, and I've been uh, on this podcast saying... Let's lower the spectacularness, if that's a way to say it, and play safe. But I feel at the moment he's dipping his head and he's not doing much more from there. I would say exactly the same. I'm disappointed with this. I don't think he's coming up with anything to replace the spectacularness. It's it's too defensive. You can dial it back, but you have to replace it with something. Yeah. Yeah, I think this has left me with a lot of questions. I, unlike you... I'm a Teretsuyoshi fan. Yeah. Come on, just admit it. It's fine. Yeah, I will, yeah. Um, yeah, but I just didn't like this bout at all. Yeah, he just goes low Ura, Ura and he's too defensive. He just waits for yeah. something to happen or waits for a position that he can do something from. And he did get to that position, so he did get Teretsuyoshi off balance, but then he was fooled himself yeah. by Teretsuyoshi's quick movement. So, I mean, that's not going to work from him. He's 0-2. He hasn't looked impressive at all, Ura at Magashira 6, and hopefully he can find some form from here, replace that spectacular sumo with something or refine some of those moves. Just something in between. Yeah. Is all we ask for. Ura, 0 and 2. Teretsuyoshi, that's his first win, 1 and 1. The next bout, Onosho up against Takarafuji. Takarafuji took the Onosho charge well. He attempted to stabilise, but Onosho maintained just enough space between them while he sent out some probing attacks. 
Takara Fuji, you could see him try to slow the pace of this bout down, but he just couldn't do it. Onosho pushed the advantage and he charged into Takara Fuji and took him over the bales. Oshidashi win for Onosho. I thought Takara Fuji looked really calm again like yesterday and he could weather this Onosho storm, but yeah, he allowed himself to be moved back or he was too upright to do anything about it. By the uh, bullet-like power of Onosho. And, yeah, it's 9-6 Onosho's way in this matchup. So he's he's snagged another win there. He's 2-0 and zero at uh, Magashira 6. Takara Fuji, he's 1-1. One and one. Tamuashi came up next against his fellow Mongolian Chiyoshoma. There was a mata, but then a flurry of hands and slaps and Chiyoshoma was suddenly down very quickly. It's a slap down that somehow happened in all that colour and movement. Tamawashi lost to him in July via Hatakikomi and now he has returned the favour. Wow, interesting. This was over in a blink of an eye and great to see that Tamawashi still has that speed. Yeah. Totally overwhelmed Chiyoshoma today. Because Chiyoshoma is so fast. <laughs> Absolutely. Chiyoshoma, uh, after this bout, looked very disappointed with himself, which I think shows a lack of respect yeah. for one of the greats, Tamawashi. He should be expecting it. Who is two and zero now, Tamawashi. Chiyoshoma still looking for a win on zero and two. Daesho up against Kodnawaka next. Kodnawaka, gotta say, he, he did a very good job of containing Daesho, who came out strong and fast, but he just didn't quite have that edge he had yesterday. Uh, Kodnawaka cleverly then moved his attacks under the arms of Daesho, took the sting out of those attacks, walked him over the Tawara for a great win. I thought Kodnawaka was excellent here. I think he was really patient. He waited really well. Even though Daesho responded well to Kodnawaka's initial attack, he he just waited for the perfect moment to attack again. And after a loss on day one, Kodnawaka, he could have he could have it could have been difficult against Daesho, I did, think. Did you notice in the replay, Kodnawaka, his eyes were just fixed on Daesho. Mm. I, I think it's often a thing to watch head placement and head movement in these bouts on the replay. That's all I look for. Yeah. I never look at the feet. Oh, no, we never look at that. I don't look <laughs> at the hair. I look at the face. I look at the eye lines, the sight lines. And today, Kodnawaka just watched Daesho so carefully. They're burning a hole in him. It was over very, very quickly, but he knew exactly where he was and he knew exactly where he needed to be. So a very, very impressive win for Kodnawaka. I do think Daesho did well. We noted yesterday that his style maybe was a little had a little bit more depth and I saw it again today. He took that charge of Kodnawaka well and didn't just resort to slaps. So I'm still a little bit buoyed by Daesho's hey, style. Even we're not writing we him today. off. We're exactly. not writing him off. As we say here, every loss is tomorrow's win. <laughs> Both of these guys, they are one win and one loss. Next up, Wakataka Kage at Magashira 3 against Komasubi Ichinojo, who lost yesterday against Terunofuji. They locked up off the Tachiai and they locked up for a long time. Ichinojo high, Wakataka Kage low. Who could have guessed? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's understandable. The Gyoji urged them on, but they were really keen to just stay there. And in fact, this this bout took a long time. It was almost two minutes. The lockup went forever. Yeah. There was a little bit of fiddling back and forth. Yeah, not a lot though. But there was nothing for a long time until... Ichinojo initiated. Now, this is a good sign from him. We're always thrilled to see it. He took Wakataka Kage to the edge, but Wakataka Kage, he was ready for it. He flipped the big guy around 180 and Ichinojo was out. It's, it's, 
it's disappointing seeing Ichinojo when he's the one initiating out of these. You want to reward him for that. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I mean, Wakataka Kage played this beautifully, uh, slowed this bout down, waited for Ichinojo, which I think is pretty interesting. It wasn't Ichinojo's style bout, wasn't it? He often goes into this lockup. He doesn't always initiate, but he does often get into this circumstance. And it's not really a Wakataka Kage thing. No. So for him to win from there was impressive. So this bout went for a minute 40. And I reckon the action either side of the lockup would have been a total of five seconds. Yes. <laughs> So Wakataka Kage, he was patient there, waited for Ichinojo to come forward and picked up the win. Better He's start for him. Absolutely. 2-0 for Wakataka Kage and Ichinojo 0-2. and two. We had Segiwake Mitakumi up against Maegashiro 2 Hokuto Fuji next. Mitakumi took Hokuto Fuji's very powerful touchy eye and then just generated some amazing forward momentum driving uh, Hokuto Fuji backwards. But Hokuto Fuji kept his head. He slipped to the right, grabbed Mitakumi under the armpit, rotated him around and across the bales. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cool as a cucumber, Hokuto Fuji, after this. Obviously celebrating on the inside. But he was, yeah, he was strong. And Mitakumi, honestly, how dare you? We were in the vortex already. We were whirling around, as we described yesterday, after day one. Well, I've got to I've, pop us back I've out got now. a bit of a, a Venn diagram of vortices. Is that the the uh, plural of vortexes? Yes, vortices. Yes, <laughs> jeez, it's not a very natural sounding word. <laughs> I don't know, but I did in our pre basho episode tip Mitakumi to take the U show. I'd had a few drinks. <laughs> what can I say? But you don't often see Mitakumi lose from this position when he's balanced and coming forward he like did this. Look, yeah. He looked like he was in the winning position. So amazing sumo for Hokuto Fuji to, to turn this one around at the mm. last moment. Hokuto Fuji, dream start two and zero, Mitakumi one and one. Takanosho up against Sekiwake Meisei. He lost yesterday the Shin Sekiwake. How can he go today? There was a lot of pushing and thrusting. The touchy eye I thought was okay from both. They slapped together well. They both moved forward. But then Takanosho just landed the better shoves. Meisei was very active, but he was forced to back off because Takanosho's pushes and hand thrusts were just landing better. He kept up the pressure and he was able to drive Meisei around to the side and then uh, out and down Oshitoshi. Well, this this type of sumo from uh, Takanosho is what got him to Sekiwake. Fast, aggressive, accurate, efficient. He just blew Meisei away today. There have been some uh, Shin Sekiwake who have really failed, who have found it very difficult. It's only day two, but Meisei, he's zero two, so he has to find something. He has to find that that form and that confidence that, that took him to this position. He is a bit of a confidence ricochet, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, effectively fighting another Sekiwake today. I was pleased for Takanosho's win, though. Of course. I, I would love to see him come back. And at a one and one record so far, who knows? The Might door, be on the cards. The door is open, <laughs> Meisei, zero and two. Well, that moves us into our first Ozeki bout of day two. Ozeki Shodai up against Komasubi Takayasu. How are we being treated to such a great matchup mm. on day two? Lucky us. It was very... Uh, dynamic sumo from the get-go. Shodai defended well uh, against Takayasu's repeated attempts to get on his belt. Takayasu knew where he wanted to be, but Shodai would not let him. They jostled back and forth, eventually locking up in the middle of the dojo. It was Shodai here who took his chance. He initiated. 
And he managed to keep Takiyasu high, holding his body, and he was able to easily drive him back and over the bales. It was counted as a noshi-dashi win. Yeah, I thought Shodai got into two good positions here. The first one was that left hand inside, and the second one was the morizashi that he used to take Takiyasu out. That's two wins in a row for Shodai. Oh, over Takiyasu? Uh, yes. Yeah, right. After Takiyasu beat him in May. Yep. So he's now beat him twice in a row. May was his his good run, <laughs> Takeyasu. But, uh, yeah, Shona has the upper hand now. It was an important win for him. Well, I think so. Losing on day one. Absolutely. Mm. And, I mean, it's very, very early days. But I think Shodai Ozeki, it's always going to be interesting watching him fight. Totally. And he's not sipping white wine down at the beach yet. Yeah. But let's say he's popping a bottle in the fridge. <laughs> uh, Takeyasu at Komasubi is zero and two. The second last bout of the day, Magashira to Kirabayama gets his chance against the Ozeki Takakesho. Now, Takakesho was keen today, blasted out of the touchy eye. Kirabayama got up under the armpits. He got down low under the, the smaller guy. Takakesho tried to take advantage of this with a pull-down attempt, but he was just moved back and he tried to get out of it by throwing Kirabayama to the side, but he couldn't pull it off. Something's wrong here and instead he just stepped out. It was like he gave up. And for me, this was really worrying to see. It's two losses in a row and something's wrong with Takakesho. Yeah, I think we need to have an, an honest talk about Takakesho. Mm. Injuries must still be a big factor here. There was a very limp attempt for him to turn Kirabiyama on the bales, but Kirabiyama was just in control of this bout. Will he hang around? Well, uh, for other people, I would say maybe not. For him, I think we will see him tomorrow at least. I won't. I'm not prepared to say any more than a day in advance, but <laughs> I think he'll be saying to his Oyakata, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. I think he's desperate. <laughs> he's Kataban. I don't think he wants to go into that situation where I think he wants to scrape these wins, but he can't push. He's not doing his, his sumo. Oh, look, I, I get the idea. If I just hang around long enough, I'll pick up enough wins. Maybe I can get to eight, but look at the people who are around him. Mm. So hungry. I, I, Maegashira won. Who have we got? We've got Hoshori. Yeah. Uh, we got, you got May say at Sekiwake. There are people who are going to challenge him. Yeah. I mean, Kirabiyama, Kirabiyama who beat him today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Takayasu is, is def, desperate for a Yusho. <laughs> I just don't think there will be easy wins for him. Yeah. Oh, I feel, I really, really feel for him. Um, he wouldn't be ready to step away from the Ozeki spot. No, I, I don't think he'll drop out yet, but I think it's a, it's a real... Uh, possibility mm. eventually, um, if he gets to the point where he obviously can't save his Kataban status, then he'll drop out. But I think he'll he might even try up to there. He's got Ichinojo tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So then so he'll a, feel like he has a a, a chance. Uh, really? I mean, well, Ichinojo. Uh, Ichinojo just had COVID. His, <laughs> his, he had COVID, but his physical presence is hard to move. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that we've seen over the, the last two days with Takakesho is the, there's not this, the, the power, uh, in those thrusts. Mm. He's not able to control that negative space in between his opponent. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a big talking point. Interestingly enough, it was, uh, his bout against Hokuto Fuji yesterday that was the most viewed bout on the yes. replay over Terunofuji's 
first Yokozuna appearance. Yeah. So I, I think in terms of the Japanese audience, their hearts are very much with Takakeisho. Um, but boy, for this young man, this, this first week is going to be a huge test for him. Kirabiyama, though, he's opened his account with a win over a Sekiwake. Oh, yeah, that other guy. And yeah. an Ozeki. <laughs> yeah. He gets a second, uh, not a second interview. He gets an interview today. Oh, and, and a Ginboshi. A Ginboshi, a Sumo well Manichi honorary Akimboshi for defeating an Ozeki. And he's living the dream, Kirabiyama. He certainly is. That brings us to the last bout of the day. Maegashira won Hoshoryu up against the new Yokozuna, Terran of Fuji. Oh, boy. What can he do here? Turns out, not quite enough. Hoshoryu defended well against Terunofuji's belt attempt out of the touchy eye, but this defense couldn't last long. Terunofuji landed a right hand on Hoshoryu's belt. Hoshoryu was desperate. He was looking for a way out of this, but Terunofuji loomed large over him uh, and used that belt grip to move uh, Hoshoryu to the bales and then dump him down on the wrong side. Yeah, he's trying Hoshoryu, and I think every time he comes up against Fiji, he learns something and what he learns is not to let him get too close, which he did last time and he did this time. From there, once Fiji gets on the belt, he has super limited options, Hoshori. He's not big enough to do a lot and he, he couldn't get away. Um, and yeah, he couldn't today. He's one and one after that win yesterday. Yokozuna Terunofuji, he's two and zero. After this bout, we were treated to uh, the final, the bow twirler at the end was the original well, it's how, who we've seen for most of our well, I think sumo it, career. The entire time we've been watching sumo was Sudden Fuji. Sudden Fuji, yeah. So he made a surprise appearance and it turns out, it's not for the greatest reason, it's because Shohoryu, who is the um, the guy now, he's injured, he's got a an elbow and an arm injury and uh, needed they needed to find someone to <laughs> perform for him, but it was lovely to see him. Well, I think it was more than lovely. Yeah. I, I think we got to see the bow twirled like it deserves to be twirled. His technique is fantastic. Oh, the sweeping the fields oh. movement, it just took me back. Fluent. Just beautiful Yeah. to watch. So uh, hopefully, uh, what's his name? Satana Fuji. Oh, Shahoryu. No, Shahoryu uh, will be... On the mend and back with us soon. But if we have to have Sudden Fuji for the rest of this basho, yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan it. of that. <laughs> Let's look at the bouts for tomorrow. We might just look at the end of the card. Takanosho gets a shot at Terra Fuji tomorrow. Takanosho and Terra Fuji. Absolutely. Fantastic. Shodai takes on Hokuto Fuji. As we said before, Ichi Nojo takes on Takakesho. Mitakumi and Hoshoryu. Great. It'll be a very interesting matchup. Wakataka Kage will go against Meisei and. Takiyasu takes on Kirabiyama. Day three is where it's at. So much. Thanks for joining us today on Sumo Mainichi. We'll be here same time, same podcast tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.